Hello everybody, welcome to the Dummy Room. This is Marie Nicotine from the Windowsill. Enjoy the show. Cheers! This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. Hey everybody, you're in the dummy room. I'm Jody Have Not, joined as always by Mr. Nate Dimmel. Happy Thanksgiving, dude. Hey, and to you as well. Yeah. Happy to have you around, man. Yeah, same here. Um, what's going on? What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Oh, not a whole lot, dude. As you know, I don't really have much family, but uh, yeah, we're just going to do it here, us and the kids, and my oldest is coming in town, so that's pretty cool. What about you? I don't know what we're doing. I go to my mom's at night, you know? Yeah. Um, but during the day, we used to go to my wife's parents, but ah, that's that's been kind of canceled, so okay. <laughs> some drama there. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is episode 82. 82. Some cool shit has happened since we last talked. You know what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? We're getting a new Mangies record next oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2020, uh, new Mangies. That's going to be sweet. Super excited. What is it called? They even put the title out there. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I could say it, though. I translated it. It meant, like, punk rock goodbye or something like that. Punk rock goodbye. Um, so is that, is that hinting that's going to be their last record? I don't want that. Nah, that, I, I hope can't not. imagine. Dude, I'm excited. That that kind of came out of nowhere for me. I didn't, you know, nah, I didn't know yeah, that. I wasn't so. expecting that. It was really cool. So something to look forward to? Yeah, definitely. That'll be cool. And, of course, since we last talked... Um, Jagger Holly Christmas record. I haven't heard it yet. You haven't heard it? No. Wow. You're I, not I don't Christmas fuck with Christmas, guy. especially not before Thanksgiving. I'm just, I'm like a Christmas resistor, dude. Well, um. But how is it? I'm sure it's great, right? Dude, it's, it's great. It is, uh, I was surprised. It's a little different. Obviously, it's a, it's a fucking Christmas record, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. But it's uh, I don't know. It's sort of weird. It's 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 got some. I think if I had to take a guess, I'd say Matt wrote. Maybe Matt didn't write a little bit. I don't know. But um, dude, it's hits. It's nothing but hits, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Christmas in Hawaii, Santa Baby. What else? All Alone on Christmas. It. These aren't even. You know, they're kind of Christmassy, but it's a Jagger Holly record, dude. Damn. It's like a clean Jagger Holly record. Really? Um, um, cool. Lucy from the Spazzy sings a song. Oh, yeah? It's fucking unreal, dude. Um, I didn't even know it was her at first. I'm like, who is that? And I had heard, uh, heard that Angie Falange sang. And I'm like, it came on, and I'm like, that's Angie? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, no way. And then, and then I was like, I kind of read into it more, you know? And um, it was like... Uh, no, that's Lucy. You can tell after, you know, I felt really stupid after that, but, <laughs> but yeah, man, it, it's, it's a, it's a, just a good record. I mean, it's, I it's holiday themed. You'll hear that because there's lots of, there's sound clips and shit, <laughs> you know, like from Christmas movies and there's some bells and shit like that, but it is straight up Jagger Holly rock. 
Cool. Well, I'll check yeah. it out in like a week after Thanksgiving. I, th- I think we can. We, let's just. Can we play a song? It's Thanksgiving, but who gives a fuck, right? <laughs> yeah, if you want to, man, I'm down. just fun hopefully everyone goes out and buys it supports jay um yeah yeah one of the greatest and songwriters in our bubble dude i think absolutely dude and voices man fuck yeah it's got a great voice yeah and speaking of jagger holly real quick still got the jagger holly windowsill split 10 inch available um things almost out you'll have yours pretty soon um what do you think man you've heard it all it's fucking it's amazing i love it dude <laughs> I yeah mean, what's I, not to love it's two of our favorite bands you know one record it's a win-win i was i was uh telling a friend the other day that had heard um the two songs on Bandcamp that are out there you know yeah and i'm like the it, the windowsill song it's like that's like my least favorite on the whole record by them <laughs> so yeah they're pretty excited 
So, man, that Don't Worry Baby song, so fucking good. <laughs> I like yeah. the third one. What's it called? Last September. Last September. Dude, that's yeah. the one for me. I remember last September, summer had ended not that long ago. Still everything seemed fine. Last night, I saw you dancing with your friends, that's right. So I'm pretty excited, and at the same time, we haven't really talked about this too much, but uh, Laidbacks CD. Um, of course, Laidbacks is your band. <laughs> it's not just um, my band; it's Noel's band. Yeah, we actually—I think it was last episode or the episode before. It was the episode before. Um, we kind of did a little thing for it, but then some of the some of the the uh, the Jagger Holly windowsill plans got kind of delayed. So you kind of scrapped the Laidbacks talk. Yeah, I just deleted that shit. <laughs> it's a fucking, it's a great album. Thanks, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of exciting. Noel and I haven't played together in a long, long time. We hooked up with Bass Amp. We've got a new band and a new album coming out on CD. Hey, Pizza, December 13th. There's yes. my pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Find it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe we could hire Ronnie to fucking do some laidbacks pitches, dude. Yeah. I can't really do it. I feel weird about it. God, every, everything I'm just going to want to say, find it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think people are going to fucking dig it. It turned out really good. Thanks. And dude. I'm 
really happy just to just to be involved you know it seemed weird at first like um, <laughs> you know your band my label is like that's yeah. very almost incestuous you know right <laughs> too obvious maybe but it's like just perfect man yeah i mean it's just kind of a natural extension of us doing our yeah. things you know like and i've I, always I, wanted to bring another band back you kind of wanted to bring the label back. It's all just coming together at the right time for us both. It's pretty cool, you know. It's exciting too because I love the idea of like, you know, we do this podcast together every week, but now we're doing something that's going out that's a physical thing in the world rather than just a digital free download. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, uh, Waterslide in Japan, Waterslide Records got involved. Um, he loved it. And, uh, yeah, so it'll be in Japan through him, which is really cool because, man, what a great label Waterslide is. I know, dude. That's, <laughs> so, it was like when you told me that he wanted it in, I'm like, holy shit, for real? Yeah, and I'm kind of a nerd about that. Like, I know it's cool for you because it's like a Japanese label, but for me it's like, man, I get to work with this really cool Japanese label, you know? Yeah, I mean, think so, about all the records they've put out. Holy oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, so super, super awesome that he got involved. I'm, yeah, yeah man, that was. I, I'm than... just stoked about the whole idea of this whole thing moving forward. You know what I mean? This is fun. You know, I'm loving yeah. it. So you can hear fun tonight on the Bandcamp site right now. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah, I think that's enough self promotion for uh, one week. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we we need to promote it. I mean, and we have this platform, so why not? But I don't want to turn it into like every week. Hey, buy this, buy that. Oh blah, yeah. Blah blah blah. blah. But, I mean, since it is new and still in pre-order, we do need to tell people about it at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, all right, man. Should we get into our <laughs> to our topic? <laughs> so, this would be fun. We, um, we've been talking about doing this for, for months. Yeah. I think. Right. And I mean, it's just one of those ideas we've had in our back pocket for quite a while that we knew we'd do at some point, right? Yeah. So, we're going to talk about... Um, I, I don't even know how to say it. Is it. It's not just 80s. It's like... We're doing kind of like, what are we doing? Like 80s new wave pop hits? Yeah. MTV hits? Emphasis on the hits, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, uh, I mean, we're not talking about like 80s rock or anything like that. There's no... No, not like, not really power pop or punk rock per se. I'm, I was just saying we should do it like, you know, all these like classic, what they called new wave or new romantic, all these 80s MTV hits that when you hear <laughs> them today... You know, oh, they're, they're classics, yeah. dude. They're like stone cold classics, dude. And this is... it's weird, but I love every one of them. Like when I thought of a list, <laughs> I'm like, gosh, man. I thought of like sixty. I was thinking, oh, geez, we... you could play this set list out at like those casino gigs as some cover band and make bank, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd probably be really fun too. Friday. Last week, when when the Jagger Holly record came out, the Christmas record, you know, I was at work and I I could like I couldn't really listen to the whole thing, so I was listening to like you know bits and pieces here and there throughout the day, and then Saturday I was Saturday night I was at home and I was gonna listen to it, but I was like, oh shit, I gotta I gotta do the show, you know, I gotta start getting ready, and I started making this list, and the fucking list got really long on me, you know, I was up really <laughs> late fucking doing this shit. And, um, man, it was so hard. And then today when I finally put the list together, (laughs) I wrote you, I'm like, this is such a pain in the ass. I was literally like two hours ago, you know, (laughs) still working on this thing. 
But um, yeah, my songs, I, I was hoping to go a little bit more, or I should say less mainstream. But man, the hits are hits for a reason <laughs> back then, you know? Well, I, I didn't want to shun the hits because to me, that's kind of what I was almost kind of going for. Because if it was on MTV in heavy rotation when I was like eight years old, chances are I fucking loved it. Yep. <laughs> you know yep. what I mean? Because it was just that era. MTV was kind of new still. MTV, that's another reason we were doing this episode, because we hit episode 82. And even though I think MTV started in 81, but a lot of people didn't really have it till like 82 They was when they really started hitting their stride through like 86 or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. When it was like big shit to be on MTV. <laughs> and uh, so this is episode 82, so that's what, kind of why we're squeezing it in. Plus, we didn't have anything else, so here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, it was, it's pretty crazy when I started this list. Um, I just started naming bands, you know? Yeah. And most of the bands that I'd listed were all like one hit wonders, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, if, it seems like if you were, if you were, if you had a hit back then and you had more than one hit, you were like huge, huge band. Like you were like U2 or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> But, like, a lot of them are like, who the fuck sang that? Like, even this weekend, I was like, I've never even fucking heard that band name. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm kind of kidding, you know, but. Right. But, yeah, there's definitely a lot of one-hit wonders in the era. Yeah, so. It's kind of crazy. Um, you know what I was thinking about today? I actually uh, put, like, I searched YouTube for some vintage MTV. So I was watching some old school, like, hour and a half, you know, MTV from 1982, and then I watched another one from 83, you know, with all the commercials and all that kind oh, of stuff. yeah. And, dude, I was thinking, okay, so, you know how, like, the music business is basically pretty much dead for all intents and purposes, right? Like, the larger mainstream music industry? Yeah. I mean, it's a shadow of what it once was, right? But how much of that do you think has to do with the simple fact that music television quit playing music around the same it, time i think i think it's has a lot to do with it man okay so me too but so do you think like okay so if there was a so suppose two two fellows that did a little podcast came into some money and were able to make <laughs> their own dr tv for real and actually just play music and now we would have to play stuff outside of the bubble that we probably wouldn't like but if you did play music 24-7 on some channel on basic cable, right, could you bring the record industry back? Would there be an interest with kids, or would it all just be rap videos? You'd, you'd have to have it totally diverse like MTV used to be when it yeah. was like a new cool thing, right? But do you yeah. think that you could you could turn that industry around with something like that? Because God knows that, the, you know, some reality shows not selling any fucking records. You know, no. the Jersey Shore or whatever. I think that's more about, like, some really stupid lifestyle and terrible everything, you know. And it's not really music on music television, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. But the music has changed so much, you know. And I, I know this is, like, old man talk, you know. I'm out of touch, of course. But the music's so different now. Well, yeah, but, but if you had a channel that played everything, so, I mean, you would have to play, you'd have an, your hour of the, you know, top 40 rap cuts or whatever, and then you'd have your all your different genres, or would you mix them all up? I don't know. I yeah. think it's better just to mix it all up. 
Because when I was a kid on MTV, you would see all types of different shit, even though it all was kind of the same. But you might see Madonna backed with, like, you know, Lionel Richie, and then it might go into, <laughs> you know, Culture Club, and then Nana with her hairy armpits. Yeah, and all but that. it's all that's all kind of <laughs> similar, you know. Yeah, but I think but now I think the music today would kind of is to me whatever I hear is kind of sounds the same, you know, kind of like the rap stuff, you know. All that shit's yeah, cookie cutter. I mean, it all has sort of a, you know, it's evolved into more, I guess, hip hop kind of based stuff. Yeah. Where back then it was more pop, you know, kind of rock and pop together. Yeah. So. But I mean, but if we could it, do have our own channel, we could mix in our kind of stuff with, you know, whatever the kids like. And then you just have this channel that pushed music all the time. Could it save the record industry? I don't know. Well, I don't know if we could do it, but Not us, somebody might say, but <laughs> somebody that actually could have the money to do it, right? You know, I don't think we're saving anything. Oh, definitely not. I'm just saying it as an example. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody uh, um, that, like, if you could do that again, because there is nothing, you know what I mean? Like, people still make videos, right? I mean, but how many people yeah. see them on YouTube? Unless you know to look for them, you're not just going to see them. And that's the difference. Like, back in the day, when I was a kid, like a young kid, you just leave MTV on. You never change it. Yeah, you know what was cool about them was the VJs, though, back then. <laughs> like, not, not not just the VJs, but like uh, Randy of the Redwoods. Yeah. Remember that dude? Oh, fuck and yeah. And like Pauly Shore, you know? that's <laughs> They had like their own, I don't know, hour where they would, yeah. you know, talk about the videos or whatever, and they'd do stupid shit. But that was entertaining. That was almost as good as the music. Right. Yeah, the VJs. But sometimes the better. Lost art, man. What about yeah. that Nina Blackwood? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> she looked good, um, dude. Everyone likes yeah. Martha Quinn, dude, but Nina Blackwood looks like she'd fucking put it on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> they had such a weird, like, diverse group of VJs, you know? Like, oh, they had that Jackson. Adam Curry dude. <laughs> Adam Curry. <laughs> yeah, Adam Curry. And then they had uh, Tabitha Sorn. Remember her? Oh, definitely. What about Kennedy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. K- Kennedy. Kennedy, yep, yep. She was cool. And then... <laughs> and uh, the Kurt Loader dude. <laughs> I like Kurt yeah. Loader because when I was a kid, he'd always write those, it, like the liner notes in a lot of those Ramon CDs. Yep, yep. You know? he, I still see him in documentaries. So it's like, he so. must be cool. You know what I mean? He must be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just does this job and has to talk to whoever they put in front of him. But I've actually seen some interviews with him with just various bands. And he's funny, dude. Like long interviews on YouTube with like fucking mm. whoever you know. Yeah, he's, he's I saw funny. one that was pretty good. I like him. But anyways, um, so my list, I was, uh, I'm kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of crazy. Some of the songs, the thing with eighty songs, a lot, at least mine, a lot of them are, um, it's the presentation. You know, it's the performance. It's kind of, you know, it's too dancey. It's too. <laughs> synth drums yeah <laughs> it's a thing but if it was done you know if, if you took most of the songs of mine and and gave them to jay to do they would fucking rule you know <laughs> yeah. they would be total hits in our bubble but you take away that that you know great sound and just the original sound you got this synth dance bullshit drum sound <laughs> you know it's still cool because it's sort of you know it's sort it's, of the memory it's nostalgia, I have, but, yeah yeah 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that I would want to sound like this or anything like that, but I love these songs. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, let's, let's just do it. Okay. <laughs> Quit apologizing <laughs> for our goofy 80s episode. Yeah, yeah sometimes when you're I really don't give a you know, fuck. You know I, we're going to be really embarrassed. Don't. Dude, I'm going to get... Someone's going to write me. I told you before who. I think that Someone's most people that are of a certain age feel exactly <laughs> the fucking same about these songs, dude. Because they, I mean, they're just part so of too. your... Yep. You're like uh, growing up, you know what I mean? They were everywhere. You couldn't avoid them. I know there's a couple guys out there that listen to the show that are going to be like right on, uh, like Jeff Palmer. You know what I mean? That guy loves like everything, <laughs> but there's going to be like you know, a there's guys certain people that, that listen to the show guys. that grew up when they were <laughs> six years old. They started with the Ramones, supposedly. You know what I mean? They never heard anything else. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not that so, guy. It took me a while to find them. Dude, when I was a kid, I was a big Michael Jackson fan. Who wasn't? Like, when I was like six, that's what I loved. And I loved the cars and yeah. like Prince. And Prince, and, yeah. And my sister was like, she, you know, she had the Madonna albums and she had everything, you know, she had all that shit, you know? Yeah. So it was always around. But yeah, I guess my first one was, was definitely Michael Jackson. Most kids, most guys my age, I'm sure it is, you know? It was huge. Yeah, we were um, his target audience too. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I was. Unfortunately. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Here comes the top eleven. The top eleven. Top eleven. Top eleven. Here comes the top eleven. These cards to 11. All right, man. You go first on this one. All right. I got no shame in the game, dude. I don't give a fuck. I love this song. And it is super <laughs> synth poppy and it is super cheesy. But for number 11, I went with Naked Eyes. Always something there to oh. remind me. Dude, I left it off, but it's fucking classic. Absolute yep. classic. And oh. probably the most dance poppy on my list. Because a lot of mine are the same as yours, I bet. They could be, I mean, they're basically, a lot of that new wave has the same Ramones, four on the floor, eighth notes on the hi-hat. You know, it's almost punk rock, just different production. Yep. But this one is a little far from that. <laughs> but <laughs> I was going to say, that's a I can't get stretch. enough of it, though, man. When it comes in, in those whatever synth bells or whatever the hell's making that sound, it takes me right <laughs> back to being a little kid riding my bicycle at the park. And just hearing that over the radios and shit all summer long. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, it's just um, cool. I love it. They had that, uh, um, I don't know. Like, I don't know where they're from, but he's got that heavy kind of accent in the, in the, when it starts to. I think it's British. Like yeah. British kind of thing. A lot um, of those bands from like those days were from England, I think. A lot of the I big MTV hits, you know. The the singer the singer of that band looks like Paul Westerberg, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paul Westerberg had that fucking great '80s look, you know. Yeah. Where he he kind of looked like a pop star, he kind of looked like a rock star, and he kind of looked like a fucking bum at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which he kind of was, I guess, but. Yeah. Um, All bases yeah. covered. So what? What the? Yeah, it's amazing how much that guy looks like Westerberg. It's crazy, but um. What it was that? What movie was that from? So that that pretty much know. made your song, right? Like, if your song was in a movie, oh it yeah, was in the eighties. <laughs> Fuck yeah! 
Half um, of mine are from movies that we I love. Think mine are too. I didn't really think about that before, but now I'm trying to figure out what movie that's from. I don't know, man. I just Maybe it's not. I, don't I didn't know. know. It probably is in something. I mean, this was a a pretty big hit. You know that uh I just found out maybe I don't know maybe less than a year ago that this song is not written by them. I thought I thought it was an original. It's actually if you look on YouTube, there's a guy doing this song in like '64 on yeah. bandstand and shit. Yeah, um, R.B. Greaves did it. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, it, it's it, it, cool it that way a, too, no. though. It's just you know uh, that melody is unstoppable. Yeah, actually, it, it reached uh, number 27 on the charts. His version so, or the Naked Eyes? The the original version, yeah. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> so it ties into the bubble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, nice. All right. So, which song did you pick that you ha- are going to get shamed over? So, dude, I, I this one I won't get shamed on. I don't think, but this is one that I love this song, but it wasn't really a hit. I don't think. Uh, general public tenderness. Yeah. That's got the dude from the Clash singing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Not like a big hit, but yeah, it's known. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is about this song, but when I think about it in my head, I love it. And then when I hear it, I'm like, it's kind of weak, you know? <laughs> like, it could just use a little bit of lift, but very synthy, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, that was a thing back then. But it's really cool. Like, at, between the verse and the chorus, it just sort of has this weird, clean guitar. It's It's a unique song. Yeah, it's a good one, um, man. Yeah, man, but I don't know. I don't know how big of a hit it was. I don't know. I used to dive pretty deep into '80s shit, you know. I don't anymore, but it's just always been like one of my favorites. Yeah, but I just I don't know how I don't know I don't know where that one ever got to. It's 1984. Yeah. Um, it was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, <laughs> I don't even. Maybe that's where I know it from, but um, it was in Weird Science and Clueless. Jeez, well, no wonder we all know it. And Sixteen Candles. Holy shit! <laughs> it's in the like all of them. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't like a number one hit by any means. It didn't right. even. Yeah, yeah. It actually got to number twenty-seven in the U.S. So, wow. Yeah, we got a thing going on here. Pretty Number 10. Number 10 for me. I pretty much went with the hits, dude. That's kind of what I was thinking about. So did I from here okay. on out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see who's got the most, uh, uh, I don't know, the cheesier hit, is, I guess. This is another one that if you rocked it out a little bit, would fucking rule and does rule as is. And But it was a hit. And it's funny because... Like, Amber pointed it out to me, like, it's been, you know, a few years back that she noticed it, but, like, every song I love that's old and from when I was a kid, they all have the exact same beat, and there's basically, they're <laughs> four on the floor, eights, uh, eighth notes on the high yep. hat, you know, remotes, just four on the floor shit, and this one's no exception, man, it's uh, the knack doing good girls don't. Schoolboy stuff, a sticky sweet romance. 
makes you wanna scream Wishing you could get inside her pants So you fantasize away While you're squeezing her You thought you heard her saying Good girls don't Good girls don't But she'd be telling you Good girls don't But I do So you call her on the phone To talk about the teachers that she hates she says she's all alone And her parents won't be coming home till late There's a ringing in your brain Cause you could have swore You thought you heard her saying Good girls don't Good girls don't But she'd be telling you Good girls don't But I do And it's a teenage sadness Everyone has got to taste Slagged him as being like the skinny tie band and blah blah blah. Yeah, man, that's a great fucking album, dude. Yes, it is. Ah, oh, it's good shit. Yeah, so I, I was having this weird, uh, this moment trying to figure out what fits in with what we were doing, you know, like because it's like yeah, we were we were talking about new wave when we started. And I'm like, I don't even know what new wave is, you know? I know. Like, there's a fine line between new wave and like a pop hit. Right, and, and then if you cross, there's power pop in there too, and it's like, ah. Yeah, but most of those power pop bands are considered new wave, and then, yeah. But dude, even like the super, like it's weird. Like anything from the '80s that was on MTV is kind of considered new wave. Yeah. Because I was looking at lists, trying to think of shit that I might have forgotten. You know, just like yeah, um, like the Billboard Top 100 from a few different years and shit. And even the bands on there that we think of, like Madonna, I don't think of Madonna as a new wave, but no. she had a bunch of new wave hits, apparently. Borderline, new wave hit. You know what I mean? So, I mean, the term <laughs> new wave means about as much as 
punk rock means, you know, or grunge meant or whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, but um, you know what we're talking about. We're talking about enough. this 80s heyday <laughs> of MTV when you actually saw the videos. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, so my number 10 is uh, Borderline by Madonna. Nice. Yeah. I was like, I was like, made my list and I'm like, I was, I was leaving her off intentionally, you know? <laughs> and I was like, what am I doing? You know? Now everyone She's that like, listens to the Demi Room's picture and you driving home tonight, bumping that fucking borderline. Thinking <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had to put it on. And that's like her best shit she had. That early Madonna, fuck yeah. Yeah, so hey, I got a question for you, dude. Yeah. She's like the she's like the eighties girl, right? That's she's undeniably the eighties chick. Definitely. Um, so who's got the better eighties girl song, The Descendants or The Huntingtons? Ooh, well, I think the Descendants song is probably more classic, but I do like <laughs> the Huntingtons one better, dude, you know? I was listening to the uh Huntingtons one the other day and it's just so cool. Yeah, I mean Huntingtons, they're one of those bands. I mean, am I gonna am I gonna say the descendants just because it's the descendants? I don't know, man. I think the Huntingtons one's maybe a little better. Yeah. 
Yeah, but Madonna, she's she's clearly the the biggest star to come out of the eighties, you know, female wise. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Super icon status. Yep. You remember the old Wayne's World skit with her when she was on there? They used to do that. Uh, <laughs> I think it was Vogue, wasn't it? I think you're right. <laughs> Where they yeah. like they're in the video and look at the unit on that guy. <laughs> it's hilarious, dude. Uh, that's old school. Swing. Madonna was only cool though for like a couple years, and then oh yeah, and then she just started totally making terrible music. Yeah, once Vogue came, she was she was way over with already. <laughs> Maybe even before that. Oh yeah, but I always she hated was, the one I the saw the most. Came. Dude, you remember that fucking song? It was like, uh, "Don't go for second best. Put uh-huh. your mind to the test." <laughs> I don't know, uh, dude. <laughs> damn, is that the Vogue? That might be Vogue. Yeah, I think you're right, maybe. I don't know, dude. I don't know either, but there's a few early Madonna songs that I fucking still love. Like that fucking Crazy For You. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Song's Great. Fucking hit. And yep. that fucking, what's the one that's like, you can dance. dance. Get into the groove. <laughs> <laughs> you can. That was good. Do it again. Uh, no, that was a one-time thing there. Um... Yeah, I guess her first three albums were kind of like there's a there's a ton of hits on them, you know. Yeah, some good stuff back then. Plus, I mean, it did help that we were, you know, <laughs> ten years old and she was hot as fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I used to have that like a ver- I still have that album. Yeah, but I think I had that when I was like, yeah, like when I was like ten, eleven. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, dude, she was super fine. I loved Madonna back then. I mean, yep. everybody did. If you were, I guess, if you were like a teenager, she was probably looked at like a Britney Spears, or you know, she probably wasn't considered cool. But when you're ten, and MTV's this new thing, it's pretty. Yeah, cool. I think I think back then it was different. You know, if you were a teenager and she's coming on MTV, yeah, it's you know, you're not as I don't know. Like when Britney Spears came out, I was what like twenty here, you know, eighteen, whatever. Yeah, it's just I like, don't even know, but it was like just, fuck you this, just dismiss you know? it, yeah, yeah. And every guy was like, oh, she's hot. And it's like, well, there's girls everywhere, dude. Her <laughs> music's fucking un- it's yeah. unbearable, you know. I'm not gonna watch a Britney Spears video because she's you know good looking. Fuck I never that. She was that good looking. <laughs> no, no, that's just it, she's you know. Plain Jane. But back then, though, because you didn't have the internet you didn't have you know free porn everywhere you know <laughs> mtv was the you know the source sometimes you know <laughs> right yeah me and my buddy sean used to call them beat videos yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice so all right man number uh, nine number That's nine you, number nine number nine this one is a classic 80s type of MTV new wave hit, dude. I'm talking about the Human League. Don't you want oh, me? That's insane, dude, because that's my number nine. Oh, 
Absolutely. You know, the only thing I don't like about the song is the beginning. <laughs> Dude, I'll edit that out for you. Yeah, but the, but the dual vocals, man. Oh, oh yeah. so cool. You know, they they had that thrown long before the Teen Idols. The dual vocals yeah. and the. That's where Phil got it from, man. Yeah, from <laughs> Human <so>. League. <laughs> <laughs> Phil just Phil just fucking turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> these guys. 
You never know. He probably likes it. They did 99 Red Balloons. It's in the same era. They did. We saw them do it live, man. It was awesome. Yeah, I bet you Phil Hill likes that song. What's not to like, man? It's great. It tells a little story. Yeah, but man, it's kinda like somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. Fucking rocked out, though. I did, like, just... 20 years ago, dude. Did I'll, you really? I could send you a little MP3 later. Did you have a girl do the vocals with it? Yeah. Awesome. But yeah. Yeah. I was wondering. I've, I I thought you were going to have that one. I didn't think we'd have it at the same one. <laughs> That's such a great song. And it, and it is kind of like the whole, like, uh, 20 Below kind of thing where he, dude tells his side of the story. And then she tells hers, you know, and they're like kind of different. Like that Intruder song, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's always where they got it from, man. <laughs> always been a fan of that. And you never know, yeah. The idea of it might have came from that a little bit. Yeah, so I got a question. Who's the girl? Is she in that band or was she? I think she's I don't in the band. Know. Oh, okay. Because I think, you know. Did she sing other songs? She's got a cool voice in that I think song. Sings, really cool You voice. know that song, Fascination? Isn't that them? Mm, fascination? I think that's her doing it um, i don't know dude if that's even them which i could be way off i don't know mm, <laughs> i know you'd know yeah, it if you heard it i can't it. get it in my head man i can't yeah that's that's human league yes yeah same band yeah you'd know it if you heard it i'm pretty sure that's her i'm gonna have to explore the human league catalog a they little got more. some good songs dude <laughs> <laughs> they do i was actually i took a shower tonight and um, I just had I just had the playlist on my phone, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just had it in the bathroom cranked up, and I was almost singing in the shower, dude. Almost. <laughs> then I realized that my whole family was home, and you could totally hear it, you know. Nice. So, yeah, I was I was a bit I would have been embarrassed, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, my kids would have they would have given me so much shit. Yeah, it's weird though because a lot of the songs, a lot of these like classic '80s songs, are in so many different movies, even like newer movies that everyone knows them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. There's some. Yeah, definitely. It's it's kind of crazy, because I'm sure critics at the time were like, "This is fucking garbage." Listen to the synth and this program beat. It's everything we bitch about today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But somehow it stood the test of time. It's all it's all nostalgia, probably. Yeah, I think it's more to do with that than anything. Yeah, because when I hear it, like, even today, I was, like, rocking out some shit, trying to remember some stuff, and Amber came home, and she's like, what the fuck are you listening to? <laughs> My wife did the same thing tonight. What well, the fuck is that? I'll tell you what song it was. It's coming up here, but... <laughs> cool. <laughs> like, yeah. I love this shit. This is my shit when I was a kid. You know, it wasn't hers. <laughs> no. No, definitely not. Number eight. Alright, what you got for eight, man? Number eight. Uh this one I love. I listened to it today. Still rules. Loved it when I was a kid too, man. Fucking modern love, man. Bowie. <laughs>
it's a great one dude that's such it, a great song it's probably my yep. favorite of the 80s bowie sound you know it's, it's like, probably my favorite bowie song it's that's the go-to you know it really is i mean rebel rebel was probably my all-time favorite by him but yeah this one as far as 80s number one choice modern love still love that song it's just got this certain bounce to it you know yep modern love was always kind of like it always sounded to me like like it was a you know like the rocky song like very <laughs> totally. uplifting like somebody's rising to the top you totally know? dude stallone movie it's, it's like in a, the stallone montage or yeah, something a training montage song yeah Absolutely. but it's bowie so it kind of sounds really weird like it shouldn't be david bowie like <laughs> making that kind of music but yeah it is very uh it's kind of unlike bowie especially the old school bowie shit you know yeah yeah but that's but, a cool song man i, I just love that I, song. I was that Every time I hear it, that snare drum, that punchy ass fucking snare, just yeah, yeah, it sounds so cool. It's a great one, man. I got a slow jam next. <laughs> Wait, let me guess. I can't find this feeling. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, uh, Mario, you. dude, dude. When I was a kid, I actually had that tape. Uh, really little kid yeah i fucking loved it but i had some greatest hits of theirs tape like a cassette when i was a kid and i played it i thought it was all right it had all this shit man like uh the one about the snake who's coiled up and hissing (laughs) (laughs) you know what's funny is like the 80s is this weird uh i don't know like it's gonna sound weird but like there's like it can't happen now but there was like adults that were big in the 80s, you know? Yeah. Like like Steve Winwood. Yeah. And like like uh, <laughs> the, uh uh Bruce Hornsby in the range. <laughs> yeah. Where it was like these guys were like old dudes and they were like pumping out hits. Like white bread but at hits. The, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time like they were like bigger than the young pop stars, you know? Right. They were like so, the like, OGs. Yeah, and it's kind of like um you could I don't never know, what do you have call that, today? that kind of music, adult contemporary eighties or whatever. That's like, like Richard that's exactly Marks. what they called it. In <laughs> fact, it's like um, AOR or whatever. Yeah, or, but what am I talking about? Why am I talking about this? You're saying it's weird. I think I know where you're going with this. Is it's kind of weird that back in the eighties you could be as ugly as you wanted to be and yeah, play the weirdest music. Yeah, you could look like Phil music, Collins, dude. You could be bald and still be like a major pop star. Yeah, like Phil Collins. Yeah. Or, yeah, it was, yeah, really weird. When you said his name, I pictured him as that like puppet on that land of confusion. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 rather strange. You could never do it today. You know? No, I mean you got to be figured at that least out in the somewhat 80s. attractive. They figured that out that you can't do that with that. Um, gosh, what's the name of the band that that had the um, oh, what the fuck was their name? They had a big hit, but the 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 woman singing wasn't oh, the woman uh-huh. in the video. Uh, CNC <laughs> yeah, Music yeah, Factory, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they got busted. Yeah, it was and around Millie the same Vanilli time busted, as Millie right? Vanilli and all that. Yeah, <laughs> so that's kind of funny. That's really the point where pop music went straight to the fucking. It just went straight to the gutter, dude. And never came back. Never except, came back is right. Except for in the '90s, like in the era of grunge, as much as like it or not that was like the last era where there was like guitars on the radio well yeah but that was i didn't look at that as pop music you know well i mean it was though but well yeah but i'm thinking like you know they would never want to be called that but i mean whatever's popular and selling the most that's the Mm -hmm. pop music of the day 
Yes, by definition. By definition. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But yeah, yeah, man, crazy stuff. Hey, everybody, what's up? This is Kurt Baker, and you are tuned in to the one and only Dummy Room Podcast. Yeah. My number eight is um, Psychedelic Furs, Love My Way. But it's great. Dude. I thought about using the uh, pretty and pink. 
Oh God, I, that that and was my Bale. debate, but one of them was on the Valley Girl soundtrack, so it won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I even thought about that fucking uh, Ghost in You song of theirs. I like that. Oh one yeah, too. yeah, great fucking song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they're one of those bands that it's when I you know I have like their greatest hits, like it's a double CD, and it's like every other song, it's like what is this <laughs> you know <laughs> and then the next song it's like holy shit i love this song you know you just i don't listen to it very often yeah they don't have enough great songs but i hear you they're okay yeah i like some of them too they're not one of my cool, big though. faves but yeah they definitely got a handful of really good ones yeah and they weren't very big either you know like i think people know them and shit but they weren't at the level that they probably should have been they might have been in england i mean we don't know yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, cool, man. I love that song, though. Yeah, it's a good one. All right, what you got for seven? Number seven. Speaking of Valley Girl, dude, I had to go with the classic Melt With You, man. Oh, modern yeah, modern English. English. Ever since I was a kid, I've loved that song, and I don't care if I have heard it probably half a million times. Every I time I hear it. It just puts me in this happy place. <laughs> you know? Yep, it, it's one of those songs, man. Start thinking about Valley Girl immediately, and that's <laughs> one of my favorites of all time. You know what I mean? Like, I yep. just—it's the nostalgia factor, man. It just puts a big smile on my face, dude. Love it. Yep, that's a that's a one-hit wonder band, huh? <sighs> Did they have any more hits? I don't know. I don't think so. I remember I bought that record, and it's like. You listen to it, like this. This sucks, <laughs> you know. The one song, so uh, just the one, huh? Just a cool sound. That guitar on that. Oh yeah, it's cool. twelve string, right? It's gotta be a twelve string. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, and I remember they kind of looked like. Uh, it's been a long time, but did they look like Flock of Seagulls or something? Like one guy looked like he was in the Clash, and one looked like he was in Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> I remember or some shit. <laughs> I don't think yeah. their hair was quite as outrageous as the <laughs> flock of seagulls guy. Yeah, maybe he not, has like a but... devil lock, but also the sides are up in like a <laughs> like a of... like a like a Wolverine kind of yeah color. yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> what a great band they were though. Okay, so what I had modern English melt with you straight off of Valley Girl basically for me. It's just it's just that that's what it is to me. What'd you have? All right, so. I guess this is my, I don't know how big of a hit this was, and it's, I don't know, I'll just say it, Berlin, Metro. <laughs> I like this song, too. Dude, I fucking love this song. It's really dark. Yeah. It's a little too, um... Plus, she was fucking gorgeous, was she not? Yeah, but it's it's very, like, like, when she's not singing, it sounds like it's some nerd in his bedroom nowadays just making some bad techno song or something you know <laughs> like you could do this with a keyboard right that's yeah long. yeah um but yeah her voice is great it really is and was. it's just it's kind of it's powerful that chorus it's just yeah. man i don't know that's a good song I dig yeah it. I, dig I don't know it. every time i hear that song it's just i don't know it sticks in my head and you know it's obviously I don't know. It wasn't a big hit, but um, I think yeah, it I was a hit. It, it was a pretty big hit, wasn't it? Was it? I don't. I, I don't, don't know. think so, man. I think it was. I don't know. Like not. I don't know. Like I don't know. Maybe that was like really early '80s. So yeah, 
Um, it I'm a looking it up more, like now. a little bit more underground, maybe compared to like Michael Jackson or whatever. Yeah, I think it was a little bit like, oh Christ, um, a little bit. I don't know, more avant-garde. Berlin. <laughs> Didn't they do this the fucking take your breath away? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which was a bigger hit, right? A huge hit. <laughs> God, you couldn't but a different that sound, song. like the the, the totally it's different like sound, night yeah. and day. Like yeah. they had I never listened to anything after that. Like she kinda looked like Debbie Harry, you know. I don't yeah, even know her name. Of. I'll call her Berlin, but um she had they had an album with like um I'm a. I don't know if it's her, but somebody's just breastfeeding on the cover. It's like a baby sucking on a titty. That's that's all it is. Okay. You, you got that one, don't you? <laughs> that's I, like a newer one, though. You know. I don't have. It. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really weird, but um, <laughs> she kind of looked like Debbie Harry. But the, the the difference between those two songs is like one's almost like a goth techno song, right? And one is like. Like the '80s Celine Dion or something. Totally, yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. Like when Berlin sold out. <laughs> that was on like Top Gun, right? Or yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Pretty sure, yeah. Ah, hey, you want to talk about movies real quick? The big what since this is night. Since this is episode eighty-two, I looked up the eighty-two the best movies of nineteen eighty-two. Nice. Which what do we got? Kind of put us in the frame of mind. Uh, I'm not going to tell you all of them because some of these are not. I don't ever heard of. But Blade Runner, Blade Runner's yeah. on there. Yeah. Uh, Tootsie, <laughs> fucking Tootsie. Nice. Uh, Gandhi's on here. Ooh, The Thing. That's a good one, right? Yeah. A little bit of body horror for you. Uh, Forty Eight Hours. Oh, dude, that's classic. This Make is classic noise. for you. Number 13, they got E.T. <laughs> <laughs> yep, my Halloween costume, Halloween. dude. They got that diner. They got uh, the year of living dangerously. Ooh, the suicide classic, or the, more like the sleeping pill. Pink Floyd, the wall. Nah. Ugh. Terrible. Conan the Barbarian, though. <laughs> <laughs> Tron is on here. Ooh, Fast Times, dude. There you go. That's, that's the one. That's the one. Little Orphan Maybe. Annie. Rocky Three. <laughs> and Which first, one is that? Rocky is that Mr. T? Mr. T. Cool. First Blood. That's a, nice. the classic. Oh, I love that movie. Officer and a Gentleman. Fucking Porkies. <laughs> <laughs> Porkies. That's a great movie. Yeah, imagine if they tried to make that one today. Huh. Nope. Nope. It had everything, man. It had yeah. all the wrongs. All the wrongs and all, all the, the right way. The shower voyeurism and... <laughs> Fucking glory hole and shit. That's some crazy stuff. Ooh, <laughs> look at what's sitting at number 29, dude. Grease 2. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Poltergeist is on here. Uh, moonlighting. Oh, the World According to Garp. <laughs> you remember that crazy movie? I've, it's been a long time. It wasn't that great. <laughs> uh, what else they got? A lot of these. There's a movie called Smithereens. Hmm. I guess that's probably about the band, huh? It says a narcissistic runaway engages in a number of parasitic relationships among members of the New York's waning punk scene. Hmm. I never saw that. I'd like to see it, actually. 
Smithereens came out in 82. Never saw it. Want to see it. That's all they got. So not that many, really. I mean, some no. good ones. Rocky Three was huge. First Blood. Polter Juice. Uh, uh, Fast Times is, Fast Times is the one there, you know. E.T. was huge. E.T. was a great movie. Yeah. Out of that list, if I could only see one, I'd probably watch Fast Times. <laughs> I was but talking I about know. that today. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I find myself watching that fucking First Blood every now and again. Yep. It's a good one. It's a great one. He kicks ass in the beginning of that movie. <laughs> he really does. Just fucking whoops some cop ass. Yeah, go storming down the street on a motorbike. <laughs> it's good shit. Yeah, not as many movies as I thought there would be. So that's cool. Didn't take too long. <laughs> so back where, to the list. Yeah, back to the uh, list. Uh, six. Number six. Number six. I have Flock of Seagulls, dude. <laughs> oh, tell me it's the love song. Yeah, I went with Space Age Love Song, dude.
love that song, man. It, that, was, that was actually, that's what Madonna kicked off. Yeah. <laughs> Felt like I had to have her on, so. I had that one and the wishing one, because I love both of those. So I went on YouTube real quick and pulled them both up and checked them out, and I had to go with Space Age again. It's just such a cool, the music sounds so cool to that song. That guitar tone that he's yeah, got on that thing. It's love like that. lots of, I don't know, is that delay? Some Yeah, a lot of delay. <laughs> Some big verb, too, it sounds like. And he's playing like a Gibson Firebird. Yeah, and it's not Iran, so. Yeah, I like That's Iran, but I've heard that one a lot more than the you, other ones. Everybody's overheard that song, yeah. you know? But that wishing one is just as good, but it's more, it's a little bit slower. I'd have to. I don't know if I know that one. You do. I mean, I probably do, but I just, yeah. It's really good, in fact. I was kind of wrestling with it, but I ended up picking Space Age just because of that fucking guitar riff over that D. It sounds fucking good. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, I just wish he didn't have that haircut, you know? They probably would have been a bigger band. Some would say the opposite, that that was their whole thing. Was They were the dudes. I mean, that's what people remember about them. The dudes with the weird <laughs> dude, hair. Flock of seagulls, well, dude. You, you remember that, uh, I think it was Wedding Singer, <laughs> when he asks him <laughs> that? Do you like Flock of Seagulls? Uh, no, but you do. Yeah. <laughs> They're kind of like, their haircuts become some joke over the years. But, I mean, they had some good songs, dude. I even have some of their seven inches. Just because... Yeah. When I go to the record store, sometimes I like finding cool picture sleeves, you know? Mm-hmm. And those, they always seem to, all those 80s ones, you can find them pretty easy. I got some Josies, so a lot of the cars and shit like that. It's just, you know, they're always like in the cheap rack, but they still are cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So what did you have then? Uh, for number six, I had uh, Voices Carry by Till Tuesday. Ooh. I like that one too, man. Dude, I fucking love that song. It's got that uh, cool under, like underlining synth behind her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Classic. She's she's got a hell of a voice. They're they're a band that that that's it for me. Like one hit wonder for me. Yeah. Everything else that I've heard, I I don't think I like. Maybe I'm missing something, but. Just amazing because that song is, it's it's great, and her voice is awesome. It's like they just they must not have written that song. You know, it must have been written for them because <laughs> everything else sucked by them. Yeah, I mean, but she's kind of like, um, I don't know. She's kind of got a, like a Cindy Lauper thing to her voice, where she's kind of she kind of sings, but kind of just like. I don't know, some kind of a weird high-pitched moan or something. Yeah. I, I like that song when I was a kid, especially. I love it, man. I wish somebody would redo it. You keep pushing oh, yeah, another slow jam. You're going to have to do like a Hey Pizza, New hey Wave pizza covers 80s. album. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's like when those those albums come out, it's like pop punk goes, whatever. Oh, yeah. It's never really the punk rock bands. It doesn't sound like, you know. Yeah. It'd be cool to actually have cool bands doing this stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, you just you just gave away my plans, dick. Hey, that's what the edit <laughs> button's for, bro. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> if somebody wants to do it, go ahead. Right. Hopefully it's somebody good. Totally. 
All right, so that brings us to what? Number five. Number five, and I think we're going to have some similar ones coming up here. Once you get to the top five, it's when shit gets, starts to get serious, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we ain't fucking around no more. Uh, so number five for me, dude. I saw this video a million times when I was a kid, and I think it's partially one of the reasons that I turned out to be the way I am, you know what I mean? Because this is, <laughs> sounds like all the other shit that I still love today, and it's a uh, fucking Go-Go's doing vacation, man. shit so much when i was a kid i thought the video was really cool they were super pretty you know what i mean the song is fucking great and uh, everything about it you know you just put a little bit of gain you know on those guitars and it's like <laughs> instant fucking hit in our world you know what i mean yep even though it's fine the way it is you know what i mean 
but I mean, it's a beautiful fucking song. And I was, of course, I think I think Go-Go's when you talk MTV, they were big with me when I was a kid. Big. You, know? yep. you too, I'm sure. But so I started thinking, well, I did really love We Got the Beat, loved Our Lips Are Sealed, but the video that comes to mind the most is always Vacation. This called skiing scene and all that. It's just cool. Yeah, I left the Go-Go's off. I couldn't, dude. They were huge with me <laughs> when I was a kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> but again, even like my favorite shit when I was a kid, I mean, that's basically the same shit I like the sound of today. You know what I mean? You got the, mm-hmm. the classic Ramones beat, a little poppier production, and, you know, melody. It's just it's great. Love it. Still love it. Mm. What did you have coming in at number five? All right, so... I had to do it, man. Um, hold me now by the Thompson Twins. <laughs> I have a picture.
such a cool song, man. It's all about performance. Right. Um, the, the high parts at the end, you hit those in the car. Yeah, you got that Frankie Valley or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've tried to sing those. I can't. I loved um, that song when I was a kid, too. I thought the, the the woman looked all strange. She always wore these weird hats and shit. Yeah, she kind of looks like Boy George. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but Big Woe is in the chorus. Yeah, that's such a cool song, man. It is, man. It's great. It seems like it was in every movie. You know? <laughs> I don't know. It's just uh, classics that I don't even know. What do you call that? This is a pop hit, right? Yeah, but since it was in that time, it's considered, as we said, new wave. I mean, but it's a total like I hear that I'm back, you know, back in my youth. Love it. Yeah, the video they're like uh, the blue background. This <laughs> is like I picture them on more like these little like platforms. Yeah, yeah, like an <laughs> all old, spread out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, good shit. I didn't yep, have that that's... one, but I certainly had it on the larger list. I thought you were going to have Thompson Twins. I definitely thought of it. But, uh, <laughs> once I started getting down to it, I started thinking, man, which ones do I really love the most? Like some of these ones, you know, even on the larger list and maybe even down to like my number 11 and stuff like that. If I hear them, I don't have to hear the whole song. Yeah. But if I'm going somewhere and one of these songs in my top five comes on, I'm, I'm going to hear the whole thing. <laughs> I'll wait before I get out or whatever I got to do, but I ain't skipping it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, dude, I just got an idea. Since it's Thanksgiving, yeah. I, we should give something away. Okay. Um, I just thought of it. So Phil Hill sent me, um, he sent me some stuff and he sent me um, a set of buttons. Um, okay. Teen Idol buttons, of course. Cool. Um, they are like five different pins. It's a whole set. It's each album cover, and the the Teen Idols is the this the the red logo, you know. Yeah. And then a Poco Punk. Sweet. Uh, button. So I got a set of five. We should give them away, dude. Yeah. Um. How? Let's 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 uh, well let's do it at the end of the show. Or maybe yeah. yeah so, at the end, we'll come up with a secret word, and if you know the secret word and you write it in the dummy room post that Nate will make about <laughs> it, then you're eligible. But you yeah, gotta listen to the end. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, so if you get the right word, but we'll tell you the word at the end. Of the, we should have done this before the list. Yeah, we should have. Oh well. Well, if you made it this far, congrats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You um, may still be in the running for this thing if you can stick it out with us. Yeah. So number four, what do you got? Number four, I have another one that's coming off of the Valley Girl soundtrack. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I think you probably know which one I'm talking about. They play it live in the movie, and it's not Josie. So I got to go with a million miles away, dude. Oh, dude, I love, I love it.
greatest like songs <laughs> of the 80s to me. Yeah, just one of those bands that should have been fucking huge and uh, weren't. Weren't they kind of no, huge off of that song? They weren't big at all, man. I, I don't think, think so. I think most people know that song and love I think it. most people know that song. Just Yeah, because it's one of those just like cult classic hits. Yeah, they're like, I mean, basically another one-hit wonder, right? But I mean, everybody knows and loves that one. That's a classic. Yep. Yeah, what a, what a fucking song that is. I mean, that's one of the greatest songs ever fucking written. <laughs> one of them. Yeah, that, that that song in that movie was just perfect. You know, if that movie would have been bigger, that's the biggest song of the 80s. <laughs> you know, one of them, you yeah. know. Well, that movie was pretty big, though, right? I mean, it I don't, don't, I, mean, don't, I, don't I associate that uh, modern English to that movie, too, and I think other people do. Yeah, the soundtrack was great. Yeah. I mean, the huge, wow, huge acts songs. on this. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I wonder if, like, the rest of my top four is all... No, <laughs> three of them are. <laughs> wow, that's funny. Uh, all right, well, then, what are you working with? What am I working with? So, my top four here is um, no bullshitting. Uh, number four, uh, 99 Luff Balloons, Nina. Nice. Yeah. this Dude, this song is so good. You almost want to leave it off just because it's uh, too obvious, you know? No, but it's super good. When, you know, the long intro with her singing, you know, that's cool. The only thing I don't like is the, uh, I don't know, that bad synth bass, <laughs> slapping bass, bass, you know? Slapping the bass. <laughs> but when it kicks in oh, and yeah. it's rocking, you know? It's totally oh, rocking. man. Untouchable. You and I in a little toy shop Buy a bag of balloons with the money we've got Set them free at the break of dawn To one by one they were gone Back at base, box in the software Flash the message, something's out there Floating in the summer sky Ninety-nine red balloons go
That's a song that I've heard it a million fucking times and still get that little feeling in my stomach when I hear it, you know? It's so good. Dude, it really is. I'm just going to divulge that that's my number three, so. Cool. Number three. Yeah, except I went with the red balloons just because I do prefer it in English. I like, I like <laughs> I guess what I she do says. too, you know, I just. When I was a kid, I loved it as in German, you know, because of the video, but. When I was a little bit older, I got the record, and uh, I became a big fan of that record. There's this other song on there that totally rules, man, called uh, like Just a Dream. That song is the shit. Yeah, it's not a bad record, but that song is just Yeah, I mean, you can't really beat it. Yeah, it's one of, the, no. one of the tops of the tops. So that's my number three, your number four. That brings us to your number three. Uh, my number three is uh, Men at Work, Overkill. I can get to sleep. I think about the implications of diving into deep. Possibly the complications Especially at night I worry over situations I know we'll be alright Perhaps it's just imagination Day after day it reappears Night after night my heartbeat shows
dude, this song, I fucking love it. That is a good one. Dude, they had some good songs. Yeah, um, they had some big hits. This isn't one of them. I mean, it was a hit, but not like, not like who, who can, can it be, be you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's the hit, you know? Yeah. Do they do Land Down just... Under? That's them, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah like that's that, a, that was a big one too, you know, growing up. Yeah. They were really big when I was a kid, I remember, yeah, you know? they were always on MTV from what I remember, and the radio. But I don't know, something, it's like they just didn't, the legendary status didn't stick, you know? Yeah. It seems like it should have, I don't know. Yeah. But um, there's a part in this song when he, I don't even know what he says, but he, he kind of... You know, day after day, and he kind of sounds like Kermit the Frog or something. <laughs> day after day, <laughs> That's but a pretty nice I Kermit. Oh, I love that song, man. It's just, it's, it's just the feeling. I don't know. Just his voice is so perfect throughout that. You know. Yeah. So, what do you call Men at Work? Like, what are they? What kind of? It's a rock band. Uh, it's new wave, dude. Is it new wave? <laughs> I don't know. You know, that guy had eighties pop, whatever. There's something about his voice singing over like that saxophone, you know. Yeah, it's really weird together, you know. Like, like too perfect, you know. Like, I don't like saxophone like at all. No, but I kind of like it in that band. It works. It works in that band. Yeah, for sure. it works really, really well. So. I like sax yeah. like in that early rock and roll shit. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's I guess that's a little different though. Yeah. A bit. Alright, so now we're coming down to our number twos. Number two. So I have Dancing with Myself, man. And the mirror's reflection I'm a dancer with myself And when there's no one else inside I think the crowd ain't lonely night Well, I'll 
Gen X version, but even the Billy Idol like eighties <laughs> version, good, dude. still great. Yeah, yep. I left it off because I think we just talked about it like a couple Did weeks we? ago. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I was a little kid, man. I mean, obviously, I heard the Billy Idol version first. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I always just love that song, and it's like a total <laughs> Ramones song. You know what I mean? Ramones mm. did it. It could have went right on the fucking Road to Ruin. It's yeah, just, it's it's, it's one of those songs that. You know, every, you know, it's it's kind of like 99 Red Balloons, you know? It's kind of like if you just do it up a little different, it's total Ramon song. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's not so much the tempo needs to come up as it just doesn't, a lot of them don't have enough gain, you know? Yeah, or just a little bit of, just a little bit of energy behind it. A little bit more, you know? yeah. But that one does, that's the thing. Oh, yeah, I mean, that one rips. And 99 Red Balloons, the same thing, same you know? Same thing. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I left it. Off. I think we. I thought we just talked about it. Maybe it was on. I don't know. Maybe I it was a while ago, but it seemed like we just talked about it. So I yeah, left it off. Possible. Yeah, but a classic nonetheless. Absolutely. What do you have at number two? All right. So this is um maybe an odd one. It wasn't real big, but dude, "Cruel Summer" by Banana Rama. <laughs>
because of Karate Kid, right? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Fucking I love, love this song, song man. It is a good what one. What is the what is the what is the instrument in the beginning? Is that like wood blocks? <laughs> I think, but yeah, it, it might sound... be like a, some type of wood blocks or like a... Like a, not a bell, but... Like a little xylophone type of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like somebody, like you had in school, like middle school yeah, or yeah. something. There's actually, an, there's some another name too. I can't remember what they're called. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I like that sound. Violent Femmes had it on like Gone Daddy Gone. <laughs> the Cure had it on a lot of different songs. But yeah, it's a cool oh. sound that was really popular in like the early '80s, apparently. Um, yeah, they were um three chicks, right? I don't even know where they were from. Venus was their. They had Venus. Yeah, that song kind of sucked, though. I don't know. That was a cover too, right? I mean, that's an old song. Was Venus. That? Yeah, yeah. What's the but band? They were, it's uh, Bananarama. Bananarama, dude. That's a cool name. It is kind of a cool name. Yes. Um, they definitely went through some phases, some image phases, <laughs> where they were like, uh, yeah, you know, like the early Madonna look, you know, a little bit, I and then they it. they fast forwarded to like the the Vogue era Madonna. <laughs> oh no, they were kind of following some uh trends there, but "Cruel Summer" was a good song. I yeah, like, yeah, I always like that one. Do 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 do. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's just catchy. I I don't know. I've always liked that song. I've just never come out and told anybody. I don't think. <laughs> Nate's coming out the closet on on like in Bananarama. <laughs> like, There's nothing wrong with that, dude. No judgments worse. here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so? so number one, like finally, number ones. We're coming down to our number ones. Will it be the same? I don't know. No, I don't think it will. Unless you got Huey Lewis in the news. Just kidding. No. <laughs> I like that <laughs> Huey Lewis in the news, but no, it's not my number one. All right. My number one is... Is it pretty obvious? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think mine is, I, I but I don't know. I don't know. It, to me, it's kind of obvious, but it's not... I mean, I do remember seeing my number one on MTV and shit like that. And it, to this day, is one of my all-time favorite songs by this band. Okay. And We're not talking about the same, because mine wasn't probably on MTV. Okay. Well, this one so. was. <laughs> and I don't think it was like a big hit like Cindy Lauper. And another caveat, I decided to exclude like Prince, because I couldn't figure out if he would fit into that, or is he so big he's in his own category. Well, yeah, that's true. I just left it off because it's too big. I yeah. don't know. Wanted to keep it. Right. Of course, I had Madonna, but right. whatever. I make yeah. up for it with my number one. Okay. <laughs> well, my number one, I think you could potentially have this. This is one of the greatest, like, quote, unquote, new wave songs of all time in my book. And I still love it. Every time I hear it, I just, I just still love this song a lot and have ever since I was a kid. And uh, it's In Between Days, Do The Cure.
I've always loved them and that song. And it's like right in that sweet spot with them before they went like so dark that it was like kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's still a little bit of a punk rock bounce in like 85 with the cure. But even by the time you get to like kiss me, you know, it's starting to go a little, they're just went a little darker. You know what I mean? And by that fucking wish, there's like full blown piano ballads and shit. But uh, yeah, the head on the door, man, is like that's the shit to me. That whole album, that's, that's my favorite. That's a probably. cool song. Um, that one, if someone were to right do it right, with, would be the shit. That is right in there with like, yeah, that's that classic Cure sound that I like. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is the Cure at their it is, peak, basically. Nineteen eighty five. Mm. Is that from 85? Yeah. Wow. The Cure in 1985 is pretty untouchable. Yeah, they, they just had a weird image, you know? Like, they were they, like we look at them now, and they were like a goth band or something, you know? Yeah. But they were like, they were like gothy, like, rag band. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the baggy clothes. <laughs> yeah, and the they weird weren't all, like, just and... dark, though, you know? They were like, they were like sleazy smiths. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He didn't look like Morrissey. He wasn't like that good-looking guy, you know. But he was like the mysterious, dark. Didn't give a fuck what he looked like. <laughs> Some of that early Cure footage, like Robert, was kind of the handsome young man before he had all that weird hair and yeah, too much but I'm makeup then they on. Went, they went all weird, I guess. You yeah, know, big time. But, but when I was a kid, I thought you ever it looked cool. I thought they videos? looked fucking super cool when I was a kid. Because yeah. they they're, were kind of dark. It was almost like the Misfits or Samhain to me. Yeah. Their look. <laughs> but a, you know what I mean? The poppy Misfits, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, th- th- yeah, that's a cool song. That that was not a hit for them, I don't think. Was it? I think it was, dude. I mean, I always, you think of their, you know, It's Friday on their greatest shit, hits. Think of their hits. Is it? Yeah, maybe like, maybe like a know best that, of or that something. That classic, like, standing on the beach, greatest hits package they put out in the 80s. It's yeah. definitely on that. That's a cool song, though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, The Cure. What a great fucking band that doesn't get much love in the dummy room, obviously. But uh, I think most people listening probably went through a Cure phase at one time or another in their life. Yeah, I, that would be cool if somebody did, like, a Cure tribute, you know, like a like a punk rock Cure tribute album. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because those songs are fucking great. They just oh, need yeah. a little bit of a... You know. Do you remember the old dinosaur version of uh, oh, fuck. Just Like Heaven was great? Yeah, what a great one. I'd like to yeah, do that, that song. I... Uh, I'd like to do that damn Push song, man. You know that song? That's a good one. I'd have to hear it. Yeah, I think I think that's what made me really like The Cure was, was that Dinosaur Jr. song. Really? You know, because, yeah, I remember. I mean, I remember The Cure when I was a kid, but I... I don't think it stuck with me, but then when I got into to Dinosaur Jr., it was like, you know, I know that song, and then you hear the original, it's like, holy shit. <laughs> and that's when, you know, there's a certain age, or there was a moment in my life when the song became more than, than more important than anything else. Right. You know, but when you're a kid, you just like, when you're into metal and stuff or something, it's, it has to be metal, you know? Yeah. But even now, it's like like these songs on my list and your list. I can totally, you know, they're cool songs. It would be cool if they were, you know, done, done through the bubble or something, you know. But 
<laughs> I can still tell they'd be cool, and I still like the song. Yeah, I mean, the choice of instrumentation isn't always what you would choose, but, I mean, you can't argue with these songs. They're all really good ones. Yeah, and that that's like the cure, you know? I wish they were just done a little bit more rocked out. Yeah. The Cure could have been one of the ultimate pop punk bands had they, you know, went for yeah. that kind of sound. You know, no shit. Yeah, when you really think about it, definitely they they would have had some hits, dude. <laughs> Big time. But yeah, still love them even as they are. I like that they're kind of different. You know, I'm not always in the mood for that, but when I am, it totally hits that spot. You know, it tends to be like if I'm driving around and it's kind of cold and rainy. <laughs> It's a good, good cure weather, you know. But sometimes in the middle of summer, like that fucking in between days of summer jam, you know what I mean? Windows down, music up. It's happy little ditty, you know. I love it. (laughs) So, what did you have for number one? Let's uh, let's move forward here. All right. So number one for me, I had, I couldn't, I couldn't stray away from her, man. (laughs) Couldn't do it. So which one did you go with? He could be the one, man.
that's like right there. I kind of stared away song. from her specifically because we always talk about her. You know what I did too? I was just like, I intentionally left it off and Bananarama was my number one. <laughs> <laughs> but then I went and watched the video for it, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not fooling anybody here, you know? <laughs> that song is unreal. Absolutely, dude. It has it has, it has has an 80s kind of a feel, but it has the total 50s sense to it. Yeah. And oh man, her voice is, it's almost untouchable. I agree. I mean, she's one of the best things that came out of the 80s, I think. We, you know, yeah, she should have been. A lot, but yeah, that shit was great. She should have been huge. I think she was just maybe pushing the too much for those tame 80s, you know? The whole Johnny, are you queer? People weren't ready for it yet. I, I think you're right. I, I think she, they weren't ready. The other thing is, I think it was just... um, I don't think it was just... It wasn't mainstream enough. There's something too cool about those songs, <laughs> you know, it's where it too, just... Yeah, it's just too cool for the mainstream. Yeah, well, you know what I'm talking <laughs> I know exactly about. What I mean, you're talking it's about. like the Plim Souls. It's like they should have been huge. Why weren't they? Yeah, there's just something about them. It's too good. Yeah, same with the Ramones, yeah. dude. They were just too good for all that. Yeah, where it's just like you know, it. I don't know. It just it took one little spark and she would have been huge. You know, maybe it was the movie. Maybe if it was a bigger movie, I don't know. But maybe the video wasn't good enough. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that video. Yeah, it's been a while, but, but I've seen it for sure. Yeah, but you know that—that's the time. That early '80s. That—that's—that's that's what they all look like. That's '82, man. Yeah. Oh, good unreal. Yeah. Oh, I love that song. I've heard that song more than any other song. I think. Um, yeah, that's like the perfect '80s song to me. Like if there was more of that. I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, did I tell you I asked her to, to, to guest on the show? What did she say? Finally. She didn't respond, dude. Uh... <laughs> oh, it's fucking Josie Cotton, dude. She's not coming on our fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be fun, dude. I mean, yeah, I know she's kind of gotten the past uh, month, you know, because the new album and stuff. And I know she's been, you know, kind of trending, you know. Wow. Um, she's done some a bunch of interviews and stuff. Um, but you know, it's like it's so weird because those are those these are people are interviewing her because she's got a new album out or because she's trending, you know. Yeah. Not because she's fucking awesome, you know. Well, maybe but that's part of it, you know. But yeah, I don't know. I I'd, I think I'd love for her to come on and we could oh, just be super fun talk about you know valley girl you know <laughs> totally yeah um but yeah dude hey we gotta give away these these teen idol oh, yeah. buttons what the secret word should be like something from the 80s like fucking, um should be maybe it should be uh like a fucking uh checkered vans <laughs> checkered vans those are still cool though man yeah that's true what's like the most like crazy like I don't know, like 80s song. What is the most? No, the 80s, 80s. The thing that represents the 80s that you should use is Max Headroom. <laughs> that Max crazy Headroom. dude. You remember that guy? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look it up right now, dude. <laughs> he would always just be like glitched out. Some weird like head on the TV. Let's go with Max Headroom. <laughs> Max Headroom. 
Yeah, yeah. so just uh, comment that in the, I guess, underneath the link here or whatever in yeah. Facebook, underneath in the group. The and um, Should we announce the winner next week? We could do it next week on next week's show. Yeah, that'd be cool. You do that. Throw them all in a randomizer if they have the secret password. Well, we'll... there might only be a couple of them. <laughs> well, if <laughs> there's more than like, one, Why the fuck we'll... are you guys commenting in Max Headroom. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we only get two, then we'll just roll a dice. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I think we we'll get more than two. Just throw them in the randomizer. We'll pick them on the show. You got to be listening to win. So. If you, if we call you and you didn't listen, you might not know you won. In that case, yeah. um, they'll just go up for sale in the Hey Pizza store. Yeah. <laughs> you missed out. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we'll figure out some way to get rid of it. So I got I get all kinds of free stuff we could give out, dude. This could be a a weekly thing. We could give shit away. I don't care. Yeah, it's always fun. Yeah, man. But um, uh pretty fun episode i've wanted to do it for a long time yeah it's always fun to reminisce man and i well, don't care what anybody that. says i, mean, I still, I still like, like songs, these. yeah me too i don't give a fuck <laughs> i think they're some of the songs on my list are better than some of the modern day shit i've been hearing oh absolutely um Including, oh yeah i would definitely you know? listen to uh thompson twins before <laughs> some of the shit that you know our friends are into yeah, I mean, not only just that, but just uh, as far as uh, you can listen to this, you can listen to what's on the pop radio station right now. I'll go for this oh. all day long. I can't listen to that stuff, man. No, I mean, hell no. I told you my experience with radio because of this college radio station, and they do play a bunch of cool, diverse shit. Never know what any of it is, but it's always pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's wrap this one up, dude. All right. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. Let's just... Uh, I don't know what's happening next week. No, nope, um, but stay tuned. It'll be a blast. It won't be yeah. about the 80s synth wave thing. So you'll yeah. be happy. Happy Thanksgiving, you know, to everyone listening and to you, Nate. And uh, I am Same thankful that we have our thing and that we're doing our business and everything's cool, man. Yeah, Thanks. and uh, for, check out... Thank you for uh, being a friend. Oh, Ding, you know what bugs me too is like when certain things come back and everybody thinks they're cool again, like the Golden Girls. <laughs> like I used to watch that show when I was a kid because my mom did, you know. Yeah, I did too. Same reason. But, but it's like, have you? I, the show's fucking dumb. Like I don't know, but it seems like all the time now. Like Betty White's like this hip old lady now. It's weird. It's I don't know. I don't it's get like it. A, there's the whole cachet of wow, she's still alive. <laughs> yeah, that might be it too. Like, <laughs> got to get in as much Betty White in. Uh, well, the crazy she thing dies. is, if you see any of her old shit when, like, there wasn't even color TV yet, she was doing things, and she looks exactly the same. I know, I know. She's kind of crazy. It's, it's weird. She's like one of those Illuminati people that goes to the <laughs> underground real, thing dude. and gets like organs harvested and has a new heart every couple of years and a new hip joint and you know. Uh, Instead of changing the oil, they change out their blood with fresh, young blood. <laughs> All this stuff. Is that true? Ah, so they say. <laughs> but who knows, man, you know. All right, man, I'll see you next week. I gotta go. All right, have a good one. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.
Thanks for listening to The Dummy Room. We're thankful to have such a great group of people listening. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Meet us here next week for another fun episode. I love you. Bye!